you know, a lot of people that come to see me have reached that point where they're just like, you know, I want to get healthier. I want to get better. And I honestly don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Especially now in the age of technology and social media, where the amount of information out there is Ooh, endless. Overwhelming. So <laughs> overwhelming. Right. And <laughs> you can scroll on that app for hours and find 10 different opinions on the same subject as to what's causing your problems. And a lot of people will get this feeling that so many things are wrong and that causes a lot of anxiety and panic and then kind of like a analysis uh, paralysis by analysis yes. right? like, well, I don't even know where, where to, to begin, begin. Yep. yeah and that's that's typically what's happening when some people come to see me um, which is great because I'm able to actually guide them and direct them where to start <laughs> oh I'm so excited for this so I- so excited thank you so much for your time and energy here I know how busy life can be. Um, And so I so much appreciate you taking the time to do this. So excited. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on. I love having these types of conversations. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic mom of two beautiful souls and partner to the love of my life. As a licensed psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast delivers inspirational stories, conversations, and lessons on the power of tuning in body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit, following your intuition, seeing the signs, and listening to the whispers from angels to pursue your dreams in life, work, and love with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power, dream, design, deliver. I am so excited to be bringing to you one of my favorite people who I have come to know over the past few years in the holistic business starter coaching community with Sean Miner. We are going to have an amazing conversation today. Cannot wait to get into it. And we're going to talk about how we connected what kind of things we share passion for and how this talk can help you in your life, feel more balanced, connected, and joyful. I am introducing to you, Dr. Carolina Areola. She is a licensed naturopathic doctor and founder of Areola Naturopathic Inc. She received her undergraduate degree in general biology from San Francisco State University her doctorate of naturopathic medicine at Bastyr University, California, and is currently licensed to practice naturopathic medicine in the state of California. Dr. Ariola believes that true holistic medicine uses the best of both natural and conventional therapies to provide individualized treatment for her patients. Additionally, it is of the utmost importance to her to provide a safe space for her patients where they can ensure their voices will be heard. She is committed to empowering her patients and providing them 
with the information and tools they need to advocate for themselves, heal the mind, body, and spirit, and achieve optimal health. Oh, welcome. Welcome, Carolina. Hi. Thank you so thank you. much for coming. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me, Liz. It is so great to be here. I'm so excited for this conversation. We have connected numerous times, as mm-hmm. I was saying um, before in our, how we connected was in the Unstuck Entrepreneur, now the Holistic Business Starter Coaching yeah. Community with Sean Miner. Mm-hmm. And it's been a journey. We have, I, I just, I love talking about that space and I love connecting with such amazing people who are all in this passion, in this purpose, in this mission to help people just live well, <laughs> live well and yeah. do it in a holistic way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I felt so lucky, I guess, to find that group that oh, community. Me too. that was just, it was so niched, right? Like perfect. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because Sean talks about this a lot in, in her trainings that you'll know when you found the people that you're looking for, because they'll feel like you're speaking right to them. And I definitely <laughs> yes. felt yes. that with her. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's everything she she was talking about I was like I need this I need this mm-hmm. group to help support me and get me started in my business journey and it has been such an amazing cohort to be a part of yes I what I typically say is it's I'm surrounded by people who speak my language right yeah. so there's tons of us in there um well I mean it keeps growing which is wonderful yeah. so if you are a wellness entrepreneur starting your business in some kind of holistic space, check it out at seanminer.com and join us because we're fun people. And (laughs) the fun part is that there's so many different specialties in there. There's different um, ways that people help others, helpers, healers, leaders, and it's just a wonderful space. I'm very, very thankful. And I will say, um, which is really an invitation to the listeners as they're listening to us today is Mm. to share this with someone that you love. That is how I found Sean and the community is because one of my best friends in all the world, Meredith, thank you, Meredith. I always give her a shout out every (laughs) time I tell this story because she sent me a podcast from Sean Mm. that was about a, you know, a workshop that she was giving, it was a free talk on holistic wellness entrepreneurs. And I had just was just in the baby steps of starting my business in, um, and Meredith was like, I think this would be great for you. And it was. And so, yeah. So share this, share anything that you find that is, I think the best gift that we can give to our people, to our loved one is to share things when we're like, Oh, this made me think of you. And I think it could be really beneficial. Yes, absolutely. You know, I've actually talked to a few people that we, we've had this talk before where we're sometimes scared to share things because we're not sure if that person's going to be interested or, or if, you know, if it's a right fit for them, let them make that decision right. and just share the information. You're not obligating them to anything, um, but you never know who's going to receive that message at the time that they need it the most. Absolutely. Hear it. So Absolutely. Yes, going just right off what you said, share, share, share. Um, anything that you find useful or makes you think of someone share with that person. 
Yes. And that is, that is what I love to do here on this podcast. So I didn't say my name yet. (laughs) I'm Dr. Liz, and this is the empowered by design podcast. One of the things that I love to do here is to share, 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 inspiring people, share strategies, tips, lessons, love stories. And so thank you again for coming on here because Catalina, you have been so inspiring to me personally as a professional, but also as a, a person, you know, a, a person who wants to be healthy. And, um, and so that is, I, that's why I love doing these is because I get to talk to people who speak my language and yeah. share and share and learn at the same time. I love, I love learning. So thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you again for having me. I'm excited to get our conversation going. I know. So what, where this originated, when the invitation originated way back in the spring, it was mental health awareness month in May. And one of the things also that I, that happens with me is, you know, we have months and we have days that we focus on certain things and I usually miss them. I'm not, so I'm going to not, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I didn't, I I don't always know what, what month it is. Um, but <laughs> around that same time, I, you and I, well, in the community in in Sean's community, we were, we always are sharing things, sharing tips, sharing, mm-hmm. um, different things. And you were sharing with us your journey on TikTok. and mm-hmm. listen, people, if you don't follow her yet on TikTok, check out Dr. Ariola on TikTok at Dr. Ariola mm-hmm. and you have the best content. I love it so much. It's so energizing. It's so informative. Um, and people love it, which is why it grew so fast. So, um, we're going to get back to that, but (laughs) around the time you were sharing with us things that helped you, um, reach your community. And I think one of the things that I took from that was it, you can tell when you watch your TikToks that you're having fun. And for me, I, I have come to really, really love that platform for myself yeah. because it's, it's energizing and, and it's not for everyone, but mm-hmm. at that point in time, I wasn't doing much on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, around the same time I had gone to a conference in LA where there was a lot of talk about social media and the effects on mental health. And so I had come home from that, like, okay, I'm TikTok is something I need to, to get on and spread awareness there. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, not coincidentally, <laughs> you were also sharing, um, how, you know, how you, how that had helped your journey. So I yeah. reached out to you and said, oh my gosh, I'm doing mental health awareness things. Can you come on the pod- podcast and talk about the connection between gut health, mental health, and not just gut health, but all of the things that you, d- you talk about in your work. And you said, yes. And so here we are a few months later. <laughs> <laughs> and better late than never. Yeah. So tell us, Carolina, tell us what you do. Tell us all about your work and your passion. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So as you mentioned, I'm a naturopathic doctor and I really um, focus or emphasize my practice on digestive health. That's not all that I treat, but 
if I were to take a, a quote from Hippocrates, uh, we've learned that all disease begins in the gut, mm. which is one of the reasons that I decided to focus on that. I feel like regardless of the kind of patients that I was seeing when I was seeing patients prior to private practice, we were always starting with the gut and going back to the gut and looking for dysfunctions there that then had lead to other problems in the body, whether that be skin issues or, you know, mental health issues. It was always coming back and connected to the gut. Um, and I just was really fascinated by the gut. I learned so much about our digestive system throughout naturopathic medical school that I feel like should be general knowledge that everyone should know. And I've always had somewhat of a passion of educating people on mm. health, not necessarily just telling people what to do, but really helping them understand how things are happening. And I felt like in you know, in the medical care field in general, there's a big disconnect there. There's very little education when it comes to patient care. A lot of doctors are not taking the time, partly because they don't have the time, but they're not taking the time to really explain to their patients, this is how this started. This is where you were, and this is where you are now, and this is how this happened. And this is also how we can prevent it from happening again, or mm -hmm. you know, recurring or preventing disease. It was more so, um, focused on reacting, right? So if you come in with a disease, then we'll come in and help you fix it. But if you don't have the disease quite yet, then, well, let's just wait till it becomes a problem. And I felt like, okay, there's something a little bit backwards there. I feel like we could get a, a you know, a foot in front of it if we were to actually educate people and let them know how these diseases begin in the first place and work from there. Um, not only could we prevent a lot of health issues, but you're really is where the empowering part comes in. You're really empowering people to take control of their own health and not fully rely on the expertise of doctors or whoever it may be, um, but them actually becoming in tune with their body and being able to navigate their health through there. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. So many things in there are, I'm checking. Yes. Yes. You saw me <laughs> scribbling stars because yeah. there's so much. Yes. The proactive approach is so, so speaks to my soul. Yeah. Um, I love that education is so key that knowledge is power. And that is so important because we are designed, I, I, designed, <laughs> designed to be reactive, right? Not going, not fixing it till it's broken, mm -hmm. not going to the doctor until there's something wrong or, or not even then until something's really, really wrong. Right. And so I love so much that overlap, um, of the importance of being proactive mm -hmm. and doing that with education. So yes, I love, I love that so much. And it, it absolutely, when I, you know, when we talk about the connection between what you do and what I do, there's so much overlap because it's not just about when, when people think of mental health, they think of just the mind maybe, or behavior. Um, and in, in my work, I really do a lot of education, not only when I'm sitting with clients who come in or patients who come in because something's broken, mm -hmm. but here too, and in workshops and coaching of before it's broke, <laughs> let's yeah. try some of this and educating on the, the connection between the mind, the body, the mm -hmm. heart, the soul, and the spirit. That is something we talk about a lot here. So Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that is also another part that is left out of your traditional medical doctor's visit is it's very 
um, separating of the systems of the body. Mm -hmm. You know, you go, you go in for a stomach ache and they send you to the gastroenterologist or Mm -hmm. you go in because you have anxiety. Okay. We're going to give you a recommendation to the psychiatrist. You have back pain. Okay. Go see this person. And, and these people aren't necessarily communicating. So a lot of issues are overlooked because they don't know that the anxiety is actually being caused by maybe a dysfunction in the gut or vice versa. And, and it really leads to a lot of frustration in patients because they'll go and they'll receive a treatment for this particular issue, but not actually get better. And that's because they're, they're really just be given a bandaid or some sort of prescription to hype help suppress the symptoms rather than actually try to figure out what is causing that symptom in the first place Mm -hmm. and I think that that's like a really really key important uh, excuse me key piece in really letting your patients figure out how this started how can we prevent it how can we get in front of it and how can we treat it I love that yes it's something that I do I will say even here on the podcast and a lot of time with with patients and clients is pause. And cause you can kind of see in the moment when there's discomfort mm-hmm. and I'll, I, I help and try to help people really become really practiced in tuning in what's going on in your body. Where are you feeling this? What emotion is happening now? What are the thoughts? What are the beliefs that are connected? And because they're sitting there with me, um, it's, there must be, there's a focus and attention to it where in our life, we can do so many things to avoid having to attend to the things that are painful and uncomfortable, right? right. We work hard. We, we eat, we drink, we drug, we do all the things, all we gamble, all the, the things that not necessarily are bad for us, but when it's out of balance and when it becomes a, distraction or an avoidant strategy because we're avoiding something uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's when the problems come. Definitely. And they build over time and become then chronic or right. We, we develop these patterns that are really unhealthy. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree. One of the words I think of when I think about my own life is like, Oh, I need a reset. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) whether it's, you know, um, for food or diet or exercise or mental health or spiritual Mm -hmm. health, sleep, emotions, we kind of, we get to a point where it's build up, build up, build up, build up. And we reach that point. And then it's like, okay, what do I do now? Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that come to see me have reached that point where they're just like, you know, I want to get healthier. I want to get better. And I honestly don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, especially now in the age of technology and social media, where the amount of information out there is endless. Overwhelming. So overwhelming, right? And, (laughs) you know, we were talking about TikTok a little bit earlier, and you can scroll on that app for hours and find 10 different opinions on the same subject as to what's causing your problems. And a lot of people will get this feeling that so many things are wrong with them because they'll line up with their symptoms um, and that causes a lot of anxiety and panic and then kind of like a analysis uh, paralysis by analysis yes. right like, well, I don't even know where, where to, to begin, begin. Yep. yeah and that's that's typically what's happening when some people come to see me um, which is great because I'm able to actually guide them and direct them where to start so just when you go to see a naturopathic doctor in general we follow 
guidelines that's called the therapeutic order. And it, if you can imagine kind of like a food pyramid, right? And mm-hmm. they on the bottom of the food pyramid, they have like majority of the foods that you should be eating. And then the things that we put um, as the least, we put it up top, right? So very similarly in the therapeutic order, we start at the bottom and we work our way up. At the very bottom is what we call our determinants of health. And these are all the things that we have considered to be the determinant of your level of health. And they're pretty basic. So I always tell my patients that when you want to start over, when you're feeling like you need to reset, when you're feeling like you don't know where to start, you need to take it back to basics. Mm. It's not about okay, what new supplement should I try? Is CMOS gel really the thing I should be taking? Is amphetamine the thing? No, we need to take it back to, are you drinking enough water every day? Are you getting the recommended amount of sleep every day? How is your stress? Have you, have you tapped into that stress at all? Do you realize how stressed you are? Are you doing anything to manage it? What are your bowel movements like? And that's where primarily most disease is stemming from in the first place. It's coming from this lack of vitality. So people are eating diets that are very low in nutrients and maybe maybe they're high in calories, maybe they're not, but they're very devoid of nutrients. And then at the same time, they're hydrating, but maybe not with water. And all of these things, you would be surprised how many patients will come back to me after a week or two with, you know, send me a message and say, you know, I just started drinking this amount of water every day. And I'm, I'm kind of impressed with how much better I feel. <laughs> and they feel kind of silly because they're just like, this, this is all it took. And, and typically not right. Um, It's just, it's just a part, but that's a great place to start. Yes. I love and that. Yeah. It's, it's just because like when you are, if you think of remodeling a house, you need to make sure that the foundation you're building the house on is solid, right? You don't want to build a brand new pretty house on a rocky foundation because then it's only going to last so long mm-hmm. before it falls down. So that's what I like to see as the determinants of how at the bottom of the pyramid, we really want to solidify that foundation before we build on top of it. I love that. Yes. And I, as you're talking, there's, there's, there's some magic in that, in that there's a similar type of pyramid uh, image in mental health and and the with Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. which is very much what you're talking about is you have to feel safe there has to be food there has to be shelter there has to be breath before you can move up that pyramid to the tip of you know enlightenment and spiritual awakening um and similar in the in the spiritual chakra system right the root chakra is that sense of safety and security and groundedness Mm -hmm. and that has to be balanced and clear and fulfilled before you can get up to, you know, connection with, with intuition and spirituality and divinity, you know, working your way up emotionally and life's purpose comes along the way. But if you're unbalanced, if you're unsafe, if something is making you feel really insecure, and that can be lots of different things, relationship oriented, job stress, family, loss, grief, so many things, a car accident you had yesterday or fender bender, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Something in your life feels scary and is shaking your foundation, right? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You got to start there. Yeah. And that, you know, that kind of falls into line too, because one of the things that I I didn't mention at that bottom pyramid of of the therapeutic order is um, removing obstacles to cure. And that's just like Mm. what you're doing right now. So 
for example, I've had patients that are doing everything right, right, by the books. They're drinking enough water. They're eating a good diet. They're exercising. I'm laughing because you did the, the air quotes. The air quotes. <laughs> the air quotes of doing everything doing right. Podcast, but doing everything right, quote, unquote. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And that's because they come in saying that, right? Like I do everything. everything. I'm the healthiest person I know. And, um, and then, you know, we dig a little deeper when we find out, yes, by the book on paper, they are doing everything as they're supposed to be doing, but, um, they are in a toxic relationship Mm. that is not something that they talk Mm. about very often. And, and it, it can be difficult because during that time, I really have to bring you know shed light on that and let them know that this is affecting their health regardless of them again doing everything right until we address a certain part of their life that is affecting them like this they're never going to feel as healthy as they're wanting to feel and um and I think because so many people don't realize how much of the mental load can really have an impact on your physical health and I'm seeing this more and more and more as as the more patients that I see how many people have a traumatic history or traumatic past or currently are working through things, whether that be toxic relationships or grief or whatever it may be. And they are keeping that separate as if it has nothing to do with how they feel physically. And I, I have to explain to them that it has everything to do with how they feel physically. Yes. And one cannot really heal without the other. You can you can make some significant improvement, don't get me wrong, um, but it, there'll always kind of be this plateau that you won't be able to get over until that's addressed. Yes, absolutely. Um, whew, and I have so much to say about that. <laughs> relationships are my jam so yes um, absolutely the toxicity that we have currently and I think one of the things that people may hear is well then I have to get out of it and that's not always the answer right away okay so I'm just going to put that out there and say if that's you and you're saying what if you're turning your ear off because you're you don't see an escape Mm -hmm. most of the time the, or a lot of the time, the, the stuck trapped feeling, the physical effects, the spiritual effects of our life circumstances. And we'll, we'll just go with relationships here is the effort and energy we spend in keeping it hidden from Mm -hmm. ourselves, from others, from the world, from our awareness, yes. um, the secrecy, the, the, po- I call it po- the poison of secrets, yes. um, more so even if it's trauma, that is past trauma. And again, I do, a, I do a lot of work with, with people who have current or recent and also historic, very could be mm-hmm. years, decades ago, trauma right. that sticks around and not just sticks around like in the corner. It's screaming at us in right. different ways because we spend so much energy, whether that's emotional, mental, spiritual, psychological, physical, yeah, relational, financial energy, shoving uh-huh. it down, keeping it hidden, keeping it right. Like that there's that I'm now I'm using my hands like that pressure that we add to the system, the tension, right? And all of these things, tension equals stress. They're the same, stress, tension, pressure. So it shows up 
in all of these ways, relationally, mentally, physically, digestively, yeah, um, in all of those different aspects, dimensions of wellness. Um, and so the answer is not always get out of this current situation, but having a space to process the energy yes. is, is, is where I come in, right? Is where, yeah. yes, sometimes it means we have to help you find an escape for this situation if it's dangerous. Um, and that that's not always the, the answer. Sometimes right. the answer is let's explore what, where, how else you can balance this energy and, and release some of the tension just by having a safe space to talk about it and nurture yourself in different ways. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am feel like I'm constantly trying to tell my patients that you know, it doesn't, cause, cause like you said, a lot of them will shy away or they will get kind of turned off by the idea that I want to address that part of their mm. life at all. And I think because there's, there's definitely a lot of fear there, right? They're scared sure. that I'm going to tell them, you know, you need to cut that relationship off or you need to, you know, stop talking to your mother or whatever it may be. But I, I know that that, for one is not always a solution, but it's also not always just, it's not always necessary either. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to let them know is that that's not necessarily all that can be done. And it's not quite that relationships that's causing these problems. But like you said, it's that trapped energy. It's you suppressing your own emotions about that relationship, but you not processing what happened to you many years ago or a few months ago and just pretending it's not there. That's what's causing the issue. And that's where, um, you know, there was this really, this really great book that I'm always recommending to patients. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called The Body Keeps the oh, Score. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, I am like recommending that book like it like I re wrote the book or something um, <laughs> but just because I feel like it does such a great job of explaining to them that those feelings aren't just non-existent because they refuse to address them they're there and they are making things happen good and bad especially within the body and what i'll see actually in a, in, in a lot of cases well i don't want to say a lot but definitely a handful of cases you'll have people come in with health conditions that are kind of like medical marvels where they're it doesn't quite make sense the the mm -hmm. lab work the imaging everything doesn't line up with the symptoms that they're presenting with and no one can figure out what's going on because everything looks seemingly healthy but this person is having extreme pain or they're having very severe symptoms um and nine times out of ten that person will then later confess to me you know later down the line that they have unprocessed trauma from mm -hmm. their childhood yeah. or from and the I, I actually recently had a patient that had just asked me do you think that there's any way that that could be related to what I'm experiencing and I, I almost wanted to just wipe my hands and be like you know what we figured it out yeah <laughs> that, this is, yeah absolutely I feel like that can be contributing to your symptoms especially because we ruled out all the organic po um, possible causes and I can I can almost just see the fear engulf her oh gosh like yeah because she yeah. she then felt like wow this is something I can no longer go on ignoring because it is affecting me physically and and it, it is painful to see that but um at the same time she told me you know there there's still some relief I'm feeling now knowing that there is a, a way out of this yes even if it's through this dark tunnel 
Absolutely. Yes, I know. Um, again, so much to say on that. <laughs> I want to, I do want to repeat the, the title of that book, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk. I will list that in the show notes for sure. And one of the things that I must say in, in, in talking about it is that we, it's, there's a lot of shame around trauma mm-hmm. and shame sometimes for not recognizing that it has an effect, right? Because mm-hmm. we want to be, um, we want to know ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's kind of the people who reach out and, and do want to find, figure things out that they're really searching for an answer mm-hmm. and are psychologically, our minds protect us from trauma mm-hmm. in certain ways. And one of those ways is really in a defense denial kind of way um, because it's so overwhelming and so debilitating at times. Talk about shaking the foundation of security. That is absolutely a a piece of the puzzle. And so really being, you know, I, I appreciate that your, your work and being able to help people and guide them to recognize yes, this is a big piece. And, and the way that you do it, you know, just by talking with you now and, and talking about your approach is that they're, they're already establishing with you a place of safety. Mm -hmm. And that's why I loved connecting with other helpers, healers, doctors, therapists is that it, they, it just needs to come out somewhere in a safe space and then pointing them in the right direction of, okay, it may include, we may loop into your treatment, a therapist, we may loop in a physical therapist or an occupational therapist or some other kind of healer helper, um, because we're holistic, right? We know that our way is not the only way that, and that is, (laughs) that's where we overlap huge is that we, we recognize the power of connection and branching out into all of the other aspects. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is such an important part of being a good healer or mm-hmm. provider of any form is recognizing not only when someone has another issue that needs to be addressed, but also knowing when it's time to pass that person along to another mm-hmm. person. Not to say that you're done working with them, but to recognize, you know, maybe this is a little bit outside of what I can do. Mm-hmm. And I know that this person can really benefit from this and not feeling almost like that sense of competition or like, no, this is my patient and I'm not going to, you know, hand them off to another person because really when it comes to the best interest of the patient, you really need to recognize what you're able to provide them and what someone else can provide them. So for example, when we're talking about these kinds of things like trauma and relationships or, or me recognizing that in my patients and saying, this is a part that needs to be addressed. That's only me shedding light on it, but I will always let them know that, that I'm likely not the best person to do that. I could try my best, but for their best interest, I think it's better to find someone that that is what they do. Someone like you, Dr. Liz, (laughs) like this is 11 relationships. Like this is my bread and butter. I, I feel like you should always have a provider that feels that way about that specialty. Like, no, this is what I do. Um, Cause that's when you're going to get the best. You're going to feel the love from that person because yes. they know what they're doing. They know how to treat you, how to guide this. And um, 
anyways, I just think that that's a really important part is just working together with other healers to really provide the best outcome. Yeah. I love that collaborative, uh, that collaborative energy and especially over competition. I think that that is some, I embrace that so much because it's so important to be able to connect and, and to recognize our own limitations and our own areas of that's not my specialty. So I'm going to either, either pass you along or refer you to go here and make sure that we're still in connection so that once you go there, then you have a place to come back and process it, or we're Mm -hmm. working together, um, from different angles. And that's, that's awesome. I will say just one thing about the book. I will say, because it's a little bit of a disclaimer, it's a heavy book, (laughs) right? So I always say that when I recommend it to anyone that you digest it in small parts and because it does talk about trauma, it talks about childhood (laughs) trauma and trauma throughout life. And, um, it talks about very, very, intensely how it affects us. And it's a great resource. I love it so much. So if you are a healer, a helper, a provider, a doctor, a therapist in any, in any way, and you know, and you're listening, then you, you probably (laughs) trust the holistic (laughs) approach. It is a great, great resource to, to incorporate into your own knowledge personally, and then also professionally as well to help your people. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really important disclaimer is the heaviness of the book. Um, This wasn't like an easy beach read. Don't take it to the beach. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it when you're just trying to like escape. No, this is going to really bring out some um, frightful things, you know, and really bring to light things that have been in the shadows for a long time. So it's very powerful and I can, in the end, can be very healing, but that's not always um, a light and happy path to go down. So yeah. Thank you for, for putting that disclaimer to anyone that's listening. We've talked about relationships. We've talked about the connection and the overlap of recognizing how foundational um, this work is. Your work, my work, when we think about digestive health, um, physical health, spiritual health, mental health, all of those things, it's it's really, really key to start from the bottom up. And one of the things that I love to do in my work is to talk to people about a wellness focused approach. So Mm. we, we use the word holistic and sometimes I say the word and people are like, I don't know what that means. So Mm. uh, what I, what I like to use, you know, to be, to just use real terms and, and help it to be as understandable and simple is recognizing the, that wellness and health are what exactly what we're saying here is outlined in various different arenas. So we're saying um, the body physically, mm-hmm. not just what we look like on the outside, our appearance, our body image, what we feel like on the inside, those sensations, being able to tune in to your body. So the physical, yes. the spiritual, what you um, what you believe, your belief system, your values, and what that means for you. Mm. And it doesn't mean uh, we're telling you what to believe, but we're what I I'd absolutely encourage people to explore what they believe, right? In that way, yeah. spiritually, psychologically, so mentally, intellectually, our thoughts, our ideas, our passions, our curiosities, 
occupationally, what we do, mm-hmm. right? We spend mm-hmm. more time at work, <laughs> unfortunately, than I we do. do awake at home with our loved ones. And exactly. that's just reality. And there's, there's something to be said. Absolutely. One of my passions is helping people balance that mm-hmm. balance, the love, the passion, And it's a, I'm a work in progress myself because sometimes I I could sleep at work. I love it so much. And then other times I'm at home and I'm like, you know, I don't want, you know, to leave. I love this. So there's all, there's so there's a lots of different dimensions of health. And, um, that is the, my angle in coming at mental health is recognizing that it's a wellness focused approach. And also one of the biggest pieces is relationship. So relationship with ourselves is Mm -hmm. where we can begin. If you are in relationship, we talked a lot about love and relationships. So partnerships or marriage and committed and partnered or not starting with ourselves, right. Is, is key and being able to then recognize how our relationship and collaborating with another forms this new entity and that we have to be able to have some awareness of our own self, our relationship with ourself in order to really feel as connected and joyful, passionate and in love with someone else as well, whether it's romantic friendship, family work relationship, right. To feel connected and balanced authentically. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, you said something earlier that I totally agree with you. You said, Oh, I'm, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> I am too. I feel like we all are. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, kind of recognizing that or not, but everyone has more to learn, more to grow. And especially when it comes to this arena. So I think you touched on such an important point about it's so much more than just the relationships, the external relationships, right? With the loved ones, with the family, uh, you know, whoever it may be, but the relationship that you have with yourself plays such a key role in your health and just life outcomes in general. And uh, you'll see that a lot in, you know, love relationships as well, because many times, I mean, I'm sure you see this more than I do, but many times in a relationship when you have someone that's like anxious or just not very trusting with their partner or whatever it may be, it'll come back to it being an issue of self-love and Mm. the lack of self-love, right? Mm -hmm. And very similarly in, in health, too I noticed that patients that I have that are not very kind to themselves and have a very negative outlook on who they are as person um, tend to be less healthy in general Mm. just because Mm -hmm. there's almost like this underlying belief that they don't deserve health that they don't deserve wellness that they have this ongoing narrative that you know started from who knows where it could be from when they were in childhood or it could have developed as an adult but seeing how much that plays out into real life I think it's not talked about enough how how important that is you know and a lot of people I feel like preach you know self-love and everything especially on social media but when we stop and think about what that really means for you as a person and again your health your relationships with others how you um, come off in the community at work however it may be it really needs to start there. That's like the foundation where that feeling of safety and love, but to yourself more than anything else. Um, I think it's just definitely something I'm continuing to work on. And I think many people are, but 
once it becomes clear how close the connection is between that and other aspects of your life, it just, I don't know, everything comes a little bit more obvious. And it can be, again, really overwhelming to, Mm -hmm. for people to know, like, where do I start? Right. So, okay. You're telling me to love myself. Where do I start with that? Right. And so what I typically, you know, boil it down to bring it down to a very, like we've done a very foundational basic level. And so we, I threw out a lot of different dimensions of, of wellness and health, but here we talk about the body, the mind, the heart, the soul, and the spirit. And pick one way that you can nurture yourself from each one of those angles. So physically go drink more water, right? Start Mm -hmm. drinking the amount of water that you're supposed to be drinking and all that you tell us what that is, you know, do something like that, get a massage, put your, when you're getting dressed, put your clothes on and and do it in a way that you're caring for your body. Mm -hmm. Um, Mentally do something that engages your mind breathe, focus on the present moment, read a book that you love, listen to music that you love spiritually, spend time connecting with yourself, with divinity, with your God, with source, whatever it is that you believe in, make it a part of your regular practice emotionally. Give someone a hug today, get a hug, (laughs) like tell someone that you love them, call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. Um, all of these things do something good for your soul, right? Mm -hmm. So a couple of these, there's so much overlap in these, in these aspects of health. And when we, we try to talk about them in a focused way, it's helpful to pull them apart and name them as individual entities, but then also to recognize the overlap, the interconnected energy that goes beyond. Yeah, absolutely. Even even for myself on a personal level, I'm, I'll notice on days when I'm, you know, feeling better and I kind of reflect on what I've done and mm. say I started off the day with doing, taking a walk outside or even something as simple as like getting some sunlight. In the <laughs> Nature. Yes. Yeah. That's the so effect, easy. Yeah. And the effect that it has on the rest of your day, you know, I'll, I'll be out there in the sun and I'll, you know, be drinking some water and then I just kind of feel good. And I, you know, maybe we'll text a friend and tell them that I miss them. And, and it just kind of snowballs throughout the day. And before you know it, you know, I've hit all those points that you mentioned where we're talking physically, emotionally, spiritually, I feel nurtured and they're really small things. You know, I'm not, I'm not spending hours and hours um, dedicated to these, but it snowballs and it really does lead to just like an overall better outlook on life and how you feel about yourself and and then it makes it that much easier to continue but um yeah I I just wanted to point out that it doesn't take much to get that right and what it does take is intention right so walking to your car in the sunshine and getting in your car really fast and driving away because you're rushing to go somewhere is extremely different than standing outside in the sunshine or in the rain, because rain can be so cleansing yeah. and wonderful as well. Intentionally pausing, taking a breath and 
expressing a little bit of gratitude for your ability to do so, right? It's oh, so nice. different when we just slow down and I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> slow it down. I say that a lot on this, on this um, podcast for myself and others is slowing down, taking the time to breathe, taking the time to pause mm-hmm. with intentional vision, with intentionality. Absolutely. It, it does. It, it changes it. It's a game changer. It does. Absolutely. You will be amazed at how wonderful you can feel with a little TLC for your soul. You've heard this before. Beauty is not skin deep. Do you believe that? I do. So come a little deeper with me. Show yourself some love, some TLC, and magnify that inner beauty that's just waiting to be nurtured. You know it's in there. I know it's in there. So head over to my website, drliz.com slash makeover for your free, free self-love makeover. That's D-R-L-Y-Z.com slash makeover. I can't wait to see you there. Based off that um, intention, Mm -hmm. I really encourage anyone who's listening to really also take that into your eating. Because I think that one of the biggest issues that I run into with my patients is that everyone is eating on the go. Or they're eating while they're multitasking. They're scrolling on their phone. They're checking their email. They're watching the news. And you would be surprised how little nutrition is actually being absorbed mm. while you are multitasking cool. and doing those things. And that's just because it, it you're in this flight or flight mode, whether you're aware of it or not, you know, looking at your email, watching the news, doing different things, driving, you're not able to shift into that parasympathetic state where you need to rest and digest to really get those nutrients from your food. So even though people are eating three meals a day, the context in which they're eating them actually can lead them to being malnourished and not having all the nutrients that they need. So my point is, is that Take one meal a day where you really set aside time to be intentional with your time, eat your food, chew your food, really tune into that space and pay attention to, you know, what are you enjoying this? How is this making you feel? And you'll be surprised with not only how many times you're eating food that you don't actually enjoy for one, (laughs) Um, but two, how the food actually makes you feel. It will make you feel a lot different. When you stand there and you pause and you take a few deep breaths before you consume it, rather than doing it as, you know, a second part of another activity. So anyway, I love that. I'm going to do that today because that is, I think, absolutely. I love that you said rest and digest. I love it because if, (laughs) when we think about things that maybe we can remember in our own lifetime or just seeing or hearing about previous decades of people eating together on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and making the time to sit down and eat rather than stand at the counter, stand at the sink, sit at my desk while I'm working at the same time I'm eating. It's different. I love, thank you. Thank you. And it's not the first time I've heard this, right? So I think as we come back to this, this is a journey, it's a wellness 
journey that we are on in this life. There's not really an arrival period. There's not really a finish line. It things change. We get new information all the time that helps keep us improving ourselves. And also as, as I'm saying that it's recognizing things that we've gotten away from that we're, that we're healthier to savor our food. I'm, I'm going to do that. That is my intention after this for (laughs) sure. As you were talking a couple of times during this, our conversation today, one of the favorite, my favorite TikToks that I, that will stand out in my mind of, of yours is the one that you talk about the fight or flight freeze response. And the effect of that on our digestive system, because it is something that I talk about a lot in my work of, right, we are designed, our body is designed to give us messages Mm -hmm. to help us tune into danger, but not just to danger, (laughs) to pleasure, right? And to joy and to love and to excitement. But most of the times when people reach out to me and probably to you, it's more because of danger, discomfort, displeasure, right. and it's, I'm loving my life. I'm going yeah. to have a therapy, right? <laughs> so, but to, to highlight the lesson of how, when we pause, when mm-hmm. we slow down, we mm-hmm. also allow ourselves to much better tune into what our body's trying to tell us mm-hmm. in, in those signals. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that's, it's almost like a skill that people have lost touch with, right? They're, people have become really distrusting of their bodies and Mm. how it feels. They're just like, oh, you know, it's making the sound, it's making me feel this way. I don't know why, like, and, and then we go to trying to suppress those signals, right? Whether it be with medication or whatever, be, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Let me take this Mm -hmm. to make that pain go away Mm -hmm. rather than Hey, your body is trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. If it, if you're feeling discomfort after eating this food, if you're feeling discomfort after doing this activity, your body is telling you that something did not go well there. And it's not saying, Hey, can you just take some medication so we can just quiet myself down? <laughs> no, it wants you to stop doing that thing or figure out what exactly is that could have been setting that off. And, um, But again, so many people have become so detached from their body. And so kind of like, this is just something else than me rather than seeing it as one. And um, I think really kind of relearning how to listen to your body and look for those signals and look further into those signals is a skill that so many people would benefit from regaining or, and and you can do that. Like you had mentioned with just pausing and being intentional and listening. Um, but it's, it's telling you everything that you need to hear. Yes. As you were talking and this happens to me, right? My body will, will, my stomach will grumble. I'm like, I'm I'm not hungry. I just ate. Okay. What, where is that coming from? What did I just eat? Right. So Mm -hmm. just starting to take deeper breaths and pause, like, because another, just another easy thing to do. Another takeaway tip from us is just the power of the breath in Mm. when you're like, how do I pause? What do I do? Right. It's slowing down and just breathing count to four, breathe in, hold Mm. it for four, breathe out for four, hold it for four, right. Do it once, do it twice and just see what happens to your body to your mind to your spirit um as you 
take that time and just use your breath. That's what you have with you everywhere you go. It's an anchor to this moment. And it can be so powerful, especially when you are intentional about using all of the beautiful benefits that it, that it provides for us. Yeah, absolutely. And just like you had mentioned on the breath, I, I, that's what I tell my patients. So all of you guys that are listening can take that today as well. When you go to sit down at your next meal, um, right before you're about to eat, literally just pause, maybe place your hands on your lap and just take two or three deep breaths. Just, Mm. you know, like Dr. Liz had said, four seconds in, hold for four seconds and four seconds out. Do that two times. It will literally take you less than 30 seconds and you will feel the shift in your body. Your body will literally do a shift where you're like, wow, I feel so much calmer. And then you're able to eat. And um, anyway, so I just recommend that everyone gives that a try. It's such an easy thing to do and you'll really reap the benefits from it. Yes. Tell us where we can find you, how we can work with you if we want to get started on this path of uh, whether it's a reset or learning more about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. So as as you had mentioned, you can find me on TikTok. That is probably my biggest platform that I have right now. So I'm at Dr. Ariola on TikTok. Um, on Instagram, it is my business same. So Ariola underscore naturopathic on Instagram as well as Facebook. And then I also have my website, which is arielanaturopathic.com. On my website, you'll be able to book a free discovery call with me if you want to talk more about possibly working together, seeing if we're a good fit, you know, before you commit to working with me, ask all your questions. And that way we can really determine what I can do for you. Um, Or I can, again, make a referral if I need to, if I feel like someone else would be better suited. But I always like to make sure that anyone that works with me feels confident in wanting to work with me and knows that we would be a good pair in working together. So I do offer those 20 minute free phone calls um, at ariolanaturopathic.com. I love that. Yes, because it's, it's about that connection and safety. Right. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to spell it because sometimes as we're driving, (laughs) it's A-R-R-E-O-L-A is your last name. And so you can find Carolina on all the social media platforms and Mm -hmm. at her website. Thank you so much. This was such an exciting conversation for me empowering conversation for me I hope for our listeners as well yes me too yes um great time thank you so much Dr. Liz for having me on here yeah so we will ask you again to please share this episode if you found something helpful we we threw out a lot of tips right some of them (laughs) were rapid fire and we hope that you could just grab on to at least one or two of those to get started on getting back to the basics, getting into a reset, if that's what you're looking for, and or just adding some of the the tips that we talked about, both explicitly, and then some of the things that will come to you maybe as you go about your day when you're done listening to the episode, that something just might click from something that we've said, and it might not make sense to you now, but I invite you to be open to that process of learning even beyond your listening to this podcast, Mm because that is the power of our intuition of spirit of our, our openness to the information and seeing it come together. Sometimes when we're not even expecting it or being, um, 
consciously intentional about it. So yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. If you are a returning listener, if you are new here and you have found us just today, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you come back and I hope you check out Carolina on all the social media places and on her website. And you can find me at Dr. Liz on the website and on social media as well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast empowered by design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Liz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting and remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.